Hi, everyone. This is the last of our NRF series where we feature Anna Serafin Smith and Thomas Jordan, and we discuss the inner workings of NRF, how it's created, how it's produced, and what happens behind the scenes. A lot of work goes into hosting a conference, and these are the rock stars that help create this. Hope you enjoy. And here we are live again at the NRF, and we're in the press room doing a little podcast with some of the, the folks behind NRF. If you can introduce ourselves, that'd be great. Sure. My name is Anna Serafin Smith. I'm Senior Director of Media Relations here at the National Retail Federation. I'm Thomas Jordan, Coordinator, Media Relations Team. Awesome. So, Anna, you've been doing this for, you said, three years. So you had some interesting stats that you shared with us before. Can you just, like, zoom through that really quickly? Sure. So uh, the show has grown significantly since even when I started here. Um, it went three years ago, we were at 35,000 um, folks that came to the show, and now we're at 39,000 people. Um, so even the 39,000 39, people. Wow. Um, and if we break it down just by particular categories of growth, the one that saw the biggest one year over year, was press and analysts. Um, so when I started, it was 550 people, and now we're over 950 members of press and analysts here at the show. Amazing. So it's it's um, it continues on growing because the topics that we keep on putting together and the content that we keep on bringing and even the exhibitors that are coming to our shows every year just become better and better. Um, and, you know, some of our major <laughs> keynote speakers also are just, that attracts a lot of folks that come here. Um, but when it comes to to the the attendees, the retail attendees, where the they come to the show not only for the content and for and for them to learn and to see what else they can use as part of uh, new skill sets for their jobs or for their companies, but they come here to network, and that's really the biggest takeaway that a lot of folks will enjoy from this show is the networking element of it. Yeah. Anything else on this? Um, I just think the sheer magnitude of everything going on here is pretty incredible. So if you look around there's just so many opportunities for things to go wrong but I mean well, they didn't it's that's what I was going to ask I always have this on our <laughs> podcast it's, I'm famous for this question is can you give us maybe an example of something that went wrong and how did you guys deal with that I know this is a I large scale operation <laughs> I think our listeners would appreciate yeah. uh, some of the you know just maybe an example of something that yeah, maybe so, we're not thinking of um you know, sometimes certain things are very visible and other things are not. So um, this year, unfortunately, for, for almost every one of our concurrent sessions, we've had some audio or just some sort of technical difficulty. We can relate, by the way. Yeah, we've had, we've had <laughs> so, um, but, you know, in the past, it's been like maybe there was one session that was really bad. But this year, um, we had a whole new technical team and that worked sure. with us. And, and that lack of not having knowledge of how we operate in the past um, caused some errors along the way. And so it impacted either the start or, or the ending of some sessions. Um, but at the end of the day, the content was still delivered. And the great part of, of the speakers that we brought to the show is that everyone was understanding. Sure. Uh, so that helped too. Um, I think the other thing that, because we've grown, um, there's been a, a space issue. And so we've um, tried to create overflow rooms for some folks, um, especially for keynote sessions that people really, really want to get into. Um, and so how, how do you deal with like the growing? Because you went from, what, 34,000 to 39. Yeah. I'm sure next year you're next probably project, projecting Hopefully more. Hopefully we're 40 next year. So we'll do you see. move to another venue? Or um, you do you know, get the Javits to build a new annex? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, until all the construction is done, which is in 2022, when we'll finally be able to have the main 
Queen Stage Hall again that I had years ago. Um, we will find new ways to get creative with the space that we have here and maybe explore looking into um, other nearby hotels or things like that to host certain events or, or even some sessions. But things are still up in the air. We still don't know what we're going to decide for next year. But Actually, Nothing's I, off the table, basically. You mentioned some of the speakers, and we uh, unfortunately we're not uh, being pressed. We didn't get some of the access to some of these, or just because of our timing. Was there a speaker that you were really impressed by that you can tell, tell our listeners maybe a little bit about? Well, unfortunately, because you're of working the work that I do. Or did you hear maybe um, one particular? There's there's only one session and one speaker that I was able to listen to, and that was actually. Uh, the show hadn't even started yet. It was part of our student programming that our NRF Foundation puts together, um, where we had over 1,100 students yeah. wow. um, come in from all around the U.S. that want to pursue a career in retail, and that could be anything from a merchandiser or a fashion buyer to um, developing new technologies for stores and apps and so on and so forth. Um, and the speaker that I had the opportunity to listen to was Joe Malone, and she is phenomenal. I mean, this woman started her own empire um, here in New York City. Uh, originally, she started part of it in London. I was just saying, I thought it was a London bait. I bought Joe Malone for an ex-girlfriend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Joe Malone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good product. We yeah. didn't break up because of Joe Malone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that actually, that actually um, prolonged the relationship. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's a great um, product. I mean, she, was from, she is from London, um, but she really, like, she, she found her growth here in New York City. Right. And um, battled cancer, breast cancer, and just her the way she talked about her life and her career and it was just so inspiring and especially given in a room of these young people that are looking to pursue a career in the industry that are afraid of what's next in life and hearing all the struggles that she went through it was Honestly, I got choked up. Uh, also, personally, because in my family, there's been people, currently people battling with cancer. And so seeing that you can override that and still become a successful person with your career and, and it's especially in industry, it's very inspirational. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think it sounds like we're all struggling from the same uh, issue. We didn't get a chance to go to every session that we wanted to. We didn't get a chance to consume or hear as much content as we would have liked. I think I did like a quick search, but is there a way to, to like spectate the actual sessions afterwards or what's the best strategy? for that. Yeah, so um, Honor, whoops, sorry, do you want to answer this one, Thomas? <laughs> yeah, well, and so maybe jump in if I get this wrong, but so certain sessions um, are recorded and are going to be uploaded to the Big Show Recap website, or it's on the Big Show website, there's a recap page for, specifically for that, um, where it gets tricky as certain speakers just didn't necessarily want to be filmed or have what they were saying, you know, put out um, publicly after sure. it was recorded. So that, we had some tricky things with that, but... Um, That's so interesting. I mean, if you're going to speak and people are going to right, add think. it to social or they're going to record it themselves, you would think that they'd be okay with kind of sharing it with everybody else, right? Yeah, and I think, you know, it could come down to personal preference. I mean, people might be nervous on the stage or, you know, we could guess um, all day what it is, but... Um, so there will be certain sessions um, on the Big Show website. 
And how long will that take for, for I guess, the, um, well, to be edited and released? Yeah. <laughs> there's so much content here at the show. So um, what we've been telling everybody is that hopefully by the end of this week, there will be at oh, least wow. a good 80% of all the material will be up there that we can share publicly. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, and again, this is a material that they're willing just to hand over and us to put on the site. Yeah. And, but we are also developing certain recaps of sessions that we can so the hour-long sessions that we can put into five minutes. Sure. Um, those may take a little bit longer, but just keep on checking the show website, and there'll be a lot of a lot of cool content and videos there that you guys can use and check out. So for next year, um, what's the best strategy on tackling this show? It's funny. I had another reporter ask me the same question, and um, the biggest tip I would say is um, you have to prioritize what you're coming to the show for. If you're coming for you to see all the really cool expo hall stuff that we have going on, then really just focus your time on that. Because there's over 758 exhibitors this year. Would not be surprised if we grow that number somehow next year. And 750 exhibitors. It's amazing. It really is. It's incredible. And you just with the all three expo halls that we have, you can spend all three days in there. Um, (laughs) So, and not even see any of the content at all. Um, Or or divide and conquer, right? Say, um, like, between you guys, figure out what you can, what you're interested in in sessions and which ones, you know, you don't mind skipping that and going to see what Microsoft booth has going on. Right. Um, it, it's funny that you mentioned Microsoft. <laughs> well, it's the first name that popped in my head yeah, from yeah. right when you walk into the expo yeah, hall. Yeah, front and center. <laughs> yeah. If it's that them, it's Oracle. It's one of those two just right in front of you. Um, but it, there's, yeah, I think it's just mostly figuring out what you want to get out of it, seeing all the cool technology or hearing a lot of the really strong content that's coming out from the show. Cool. I think that was really super valuable. What's the best way to stay in touch with you guys? Well, you can reach out to us at press at nrf.com. Okay, perfect. Thanks so awesome. much. Thank you. Thanks, y'all.